Welcome to Jumpstart, everybody. I'm Mark Hinman, lead pastor at Hillcrest Church in Jamestown, New York. This is episode 23 of our second season. This podcast is all about giving us the boost we need to keep us moving forward in the way of Jesus so that we can be more motivated and focused on him and less empty and miserable in life. Uh, my co-host, Lucas, uh, is with me again today. He's off at grad school, so joining me via Zoom. How's life? Uh, at University of Rochester, Lucas. It is. It's good. You know, my favorite thing about Rochester, and there's not money. I really miss Buffalo greatly. Anyone that talks to me knows that. But I have to tell you, my favorite thing about Rochester, mm-hmm. it's like Wegman's Mecca. You know, like I, uh-huh. I could football and end up at right? Wegman's. Wegman from, from Rochester, for sure. So it's hard to say, you know, life is bad when I get to go to like the the original Wegmans. Mm. You, know? you really should do an unpaid commercial for Wegmans one of these days, too. I, I should, but we have a different one that we'll get to later. In that yeah, episode. we'll get to it in a bit. Hey, so how's life uh, as a grad student? Um, bring us up to speed. What's what's going on these days? Yeah, so I'm currently taking several classes and uh, I'm TAing for a bunch of senior design kids who are working on some projects and I have a project of my own, but uh, I was sharing with you right before we started recording that I've recently gotten into some research work, um, which was something new for me I hadn't really done before and opportunity came through my email that I said I could do that. So it's uh, working with the director of the Susan B. Anthony Foundation who works in spousal court and spousal abuse court. And we're doing some research related to how bruising occurs in people of different skin tones. And the idea that people who might have darker skin tones, more melanin, it's harder to see a bruise and people with lighter skin tones a little bit easier. And how do we treat that in the justice system? And we use, we're using all different kinds of light to try and see past layers of the skin to figure out the pooling of blood. It's very sciencey and nerdy, but it's, uh, it's been a really great experience. And, and it pays, uh, pays the bills a little bit. It does. That's always helpful. It's a paid gig and it pads the resume. Exactly. Good. Oh, that sounds interesting. Uh, interesting work with lots of ramifications, I'm sure, for lots of different areas of life. Yeah. Hey, so what are we going to talk about today? Well, we're going to be doing a new series starting today, and we'll see how long this goes on for, probably a couple few weeks. And uh, it's called Removing Roadblocks. And I, I can tell you this one's uh, especially pertinent for me. Um, you know, I've got everything going on in the regular day of a student, but then starting to look at the fact that, you know, I'm going to be graduating here and while well, we're almost to, we're almost March. So it means I'm going to be having to find a job in almost two months. Uh, time is ticking down. So it's all about kind of feeling stuck and trying to either figure out how to move on from the step that the train's going to hit you and you're going to have to jump off, or maybe you're stuck in a dead end job. You've been there forever and you're looking to move forward so yeah i think a lot of people you know can identify with this i talk to many people that feel that way that there's just something impeding their ability to 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 move on move forward take the next step yeah so and we've kind of done a an ep- one-off episode similar to this we had your daughter your eldest daughter katie on mm-hmm. uh, that was right. episode 35 for anyone that wants to go back and check it out um but we're gonna do a whole little series now and um, we're gonna take some principles from nehemiah today about uh decision making and moving forward in life right so if you're not familiar with nehemiah Nehemiah is one of my favorite Old Testament leaders um, and just a fascinating person. And he gets introduced to us in in the book, uh, bears his name, the book of Nehemiah, as the cupbearer to the king of Artaxerxes in the kingdom of Persia. Well, I'm really glad that in our notes, you gave me the opportunity to explain what the cupbearer is and not Uh expecting me to say Artaxerxes, because I don't think I I could ask one. You did that one really well. But for those who don't don't know or haven't studied history quite too deeply uh the cupbearer is the person who tasted everything um that the king was going to consume to make sure it was safe so you know 
make sure there's no cyanide or anything in there, whatever it was back in the day. If the cupbearer dies, the king won't eat the food. Right. Uh, yeah. If it's uh, poison, it's a really bad day for the cupbearer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let me give you a little bit of background. Uh, the uh, Jewish people um, were known uh, for very being very unfaithful to the Lord and um, had just, you think if we have leadership corruption issues in countries around the world today, well, they're their kings were notoriously perverted people. And so God sends many prophets to warn them that if you don't shape up, if you don't uh, turn away from your, you know, the ways you're going and return to the Lord and there's judgment that's coming. And so you got guys like Jonah and Micah and Isaiah is a, is a big one, Amos, Hosea, others um, that warn repeatedly, actually for generations, that there is coming judgment. So what happens is uh, God does judge uh, his people. He allows invaders, first the um, Assyrian army, to invade the, the northern part of Israel, that was known as the kingdom of Israel. And then years later, the southern part, which was uh, known, southern kingdom, which is known as Judah, to be invaded uh, by Babylon, um, King Nebuchadnezzar. There's another. That's, uh, that's like uh, from Veggie Tales, like the Prime bunny episode, right? <laughs> right, right. You can so, watch that on Amazon Prime. I have to tell you, if you have Prime <laughs> Video. You can watch. You can learn about Nebuchadnezzar. There you go. And five syllable name. You don't see many of those today. You need more of those. <laughs> so um, they, they're deported. Uh, many of the people in the land of Israel for a period of 70 years of exile until there's a decree from Cyrus, uh, the great of Persia, who, um, who had conquered and during that 70 year period had also had conquered Babylon and now was the ruler of that, um, that territory. And he wasn't by any means a believer in God, but God used him to then free the people, allow them to go back to and return back to their homeland. Okay. That was a lot, but I'm curious because not everyone actually goes back, right? Some people decide they want to stay. They've grown comfortable where they are. Yep. Exactly. So yeah, there's there's a, a, a group of uh, people that are really passionate about seeing the temple restored in, in Jerusalem and, and returning and, and getting life uh, back to the way it used to be. But, you know, I mean, we're talking 70 years is a whole couple generations, two, three generations of people that have grown up now living in Babylon and, and they kind of like it there. They don't know any different and um, they're not really excited about picking up the family and moving all that distance back and trying to make a go of it. So a lot of them stay there. Well, so uh, enter Nehemiah and he's cupbearer to the king. Um, he's Jewish. Um, so his brother, Hanani, is one that had gone with groups to help with the rebuilding. He comes back and tells how just like, just how terrible the situation is that um, while the rebuilding of the temple is is un, is progressing, the city is a wreck, that there's raiders that come in by night and, and it, the, everybody's under the constant threat of attack. And so because there isn't any protectors, there's no one and nothing to protect. And so in that day, a uh, city um, had to have an exter- external wall, right, with gates that would allow people to come in and out, but that was their main source of protection. So anyway, Nehemiah is just totally wrecked by this, uh, by this news. And so he enters into a period of fasting and prayer and the Lord burdens him to lead a group back and then to lead those who are already there to rebuild the wall around the city. Something that, um, you know, people for years had not been able to do, but he accomplishes under his leadership, they do it in 52 days. It's, it's an awesome story. That's pretty impressive. Uh, and yes. I think there's lots we can take away from that when we get to the so what, but yep, yep. If, you, if you haven't told 
if you couldn't catch on from my discussion of Wegmans and of uh, Veggie Tales today, I'm not very focused. And so I'm going to distract us again before we get there. And I'm going to do our unpaid commercial today. I think it's I think it's time. What it would is. you uh, recommend without being paid for anything? What's something that you think people should go and check out? All right, right in Jamestown on Third Street in heart of Jamestown is a little company known as Crown Street Roasting Company. Now, I know you don't drink coffee, but no, I don't. You, would, you would find some really good stuff there. You you said you haven't been yet, right? I have not, no. Well, we need to change that when you're back in town. We will definitely make a, make a visit. So Michael and Sarah uh, Bigney are the owners and they've got just a great thing going. So it's breakfast and lunch um, you know, every day through Saturday and really great coffee if you if you like coffee they've got awesome options and it's an independent business so uh, I just li- I like the way they they run things really friendly warm inviting atmosphere and their food's great uh, breakfast food's good uh, lunch is awesome so recommend Crown Street roasting company if you haven't discovered it you need to all right third Street in Jamestown sounds like go. it's gonna be a busy uh busy day hope people are ready to do some parallel parking <laughs> All right, now now let us get back on track. Where do you want to go okay. from here? Yeah, so I'm going to bring this around then. So what's the application from Nehemiah thousands of years ago uh, to us? Um, so what I see from this is that, you know, we can get so distracted and, and frankly discouraged by what's going on. I mean, the, the, the most recent thing, of course, is the terrible war that's broken out in Ukraine um, that impacts, uh, it's going to impact everybody with gas prices, all that sort of thing. But we've been dealing with now, to to over two years of COVID stuff. And, you know, thank God that's, that's subsiding, but you know, f- inflation, I mean, the list of things that, that could discourage us is, us is long and uh, difficult. And it can often feel like life is overwhelming and almost paralyze us from being able to move forward, make a decision. What are we, what are we going to do? Uh, and just look around and we say, I, I don't know what to do. And, and, and yet that's not what God wants us to do. And so my encouragement today from Nehemiah is that that we ought to follow his example. Um, he started by by learning, you know, what what the the problems were, uh, what needed to change. But then he immediately went to prayer. And and Nehemiah chapter one it talks about in prayer and, and fast. He spent a significant time seeking the Lord and then expecting Him to um, prepare Him and to lead Him to make the next move, to do something about the the problem that was standing in the way. And in that situation, it was it was seeing. Um, something really cool being rebuilt in the Holy Land. But it might be something totally different, obviously, for us. Um, may not be building something. It may be moving into a new job. It may be moving, uh, you know, from grad school into into a job. It may it may be moving to a new house. It could be a number of different things. But the, the first step in that process, if we want to do it God's way, is to spend some time really seeking Him and praying Him and then getting ready for Him to, to show us what the next move is. And we'll get into that uh, more in the next um, in next week's episode. Awesome. Yeah. Well, so, would you like to pray for us as we close? I was out? just going to say, yeah, let me, let me pray for all of us today. Uh, Father, you alone know uh, where each of us is uh, today, physically, but also um, at our circumstances in life. Some of us, uh, like Luke, are finishing up uh, high school or grad school or college, uh, some sort of um, education path. Others of us are in jobs that we sense, um, boy, we, we need to make a move. Um, others of us, God, are, are really needing to make a change in terms of our house, um, making move. All of these questions can can leave us feeling 
paralyzed at times. And yet we know that you want us to make moves. So we want to make moves that honor you and really are your best for us. So I pray that you would lead each of us to seek you and to do that seriously and to just expect God that you are going to answer in the days and weeks and months ahead. And I pray this in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Well, thanks for hopping on this episode with me this week. I, uh, I appreciate the swift kick in the, the took us that you gave me uh, with this episode and what we've learned from Nehemiah. And I hope other people enjoy it too, to kind of get moving and figure out what God has next in their life. But if anyone wants to, they can go ahead and like, comment, rate, subscribe to the podcast, do whatever it is on the platform you do it on. And if you think this would be encouraging to someone else, you know, someone else who's nearing a change in life or feeling like they've grown stagnant, I encourage you to hit the little up like bucket button you all know what i'm talking about and uh send it over to them so they can take a listen yeah thanks for being with us today everybody um if you'd like to know more about us you can join us on sunday mornings at 8 45 and 11 for our sunday worship service we also have an online service uh, at 7 p.m in the evening you can also reach out to us uh email podcast at hillcrestjamestown.com or just find us on on social media at hillcrestjamestown but thanks for being with us today god bless you Have a wonderful day.